0: Very good. So you mentioned the nature, and that's great. And you mentioned insecurity of the river. Yeah. I'll take us into our rapid fire round of, of quotes. And one I hadn't prepared for you, but I have right here from Helen Keller. So, just first thing comes to mind what does this mean to you? She says security is mostly superstition, it does not exist in nature.
1: Yeah. I, I, I think that. <laughs> I believe that somewhere along the way, when we as humans decided to inhabit these bodies (laughs) and these lives that we have today, we kind of made this deal (laughs) that the human brain is going to come with us all the way through the journey until the journey is over. And I think as long as we have this human brain, like there's going to, I think the deal is, is that it's gonna tell you like it wants safety and security. And then it's like, there's this other sense of energy that we try to get in touch with as we get older. And it just says that we can chase that, we can desire that, we can want it, but it's not, it's, it's, it's not. you're not, you can't, you can't. How can you? I mean, we. how can we live in the, the year that we just lived and possibly think that um, that there's, that there's like a true sense of safety, and I think that it once you sort of begin to make peace with that, doesn't mean that we aren't going to feel discomfort and pain along the way, but there can be an immense freedom. It really goes goes along with that Helen Keller quote. You said it great.
0: That's the 15 inches out of your yes. head, your heart.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you said it pretty well too with the 15 inches. It's a great. It's a great way of framing it.
0: So I'm working on my pronunciation from. Heraclitus Her- Heraclitus I think it is <laughs> no man ever steps into the same river twice for it's not the same river and he's not the same man
1: yeah I I, I, I am familiar with this one as well and and I, and I love that I think that um let's just sort of focus on the water part of that you know is that the reality is is that the water is always going by and the water is always changing and um I think one of the things that's showing up at the same river every day is that you don't go to see something familiar, you go to see what's different. And to that, and I think the other thing that I often think about these days, Matt, is not just the water that is in front of me, but I do a lot of what I call upstream thinking. Like what are the rocks and the river formation doing a little bit upstream out of sight from where I am that is affecting the water that I'm looking at where I am. And that if I actually just walk upstream on the riverbank, you know, uh, 50, 100 yards that I actually might find something. It gives me um, almost like a map or a key Mm -hmm. or uh, just a path, That makes me understand the water that I've been looking at every day by just walking 50 or 100 yards upstream on the river. And again, maybe that's the different person that shows up at the river every day that's willing to go upstream and take a look at, you know, what's affecting the water where I am. There's always an upstream element to it.
0: And then when you're even when you're doing that. So now, you know, something a little bit more and you've got a plan in place, but still the river is going to take you where the river is going to take you. And so that's part of what the adaptation we have to bring to life, right? We can plan everything out, but it's not going to work the way it's planned. It never does. I, I think one,
1: and I'll be writing about this in the Sunday Morning Joe Post in a few weeks. I, the 1992 Olympics was, so we're coming up, not yet, but it's coming close to 30 years. And something I have never said, and you'll never hear me say in those 30 years we were not the best. We were not the fastest. We were not the strongest. None of those things. The only reason I believe that we won the Olympic Games is that we it were two things. We corrected mistakes better than the other boats. And we anticipated mistakes a little bit before they happened better than the other boats. And I just think that's really what we're doing when we're paddling a river. It's this moving, changing Uh, force of nature. And what you're really doing is that you're adapting to change with little course corrections all all the time. And one of my favorite things to do, I do a strategic planning session sometimes with organizations uh, where I show our Olympic run. And okay, the first time I show it, it's really nice for credibility to show, hey, that's me winning the Olympic Games. But then I sort of go through this River hydrology 101, how a river works and really how to navigate water and how to course correct. So, this is like a breakout session on course correction. Then we watched the Olympic run a second time. And this mm-hmm. is where it gets really interesting. I tell the group, You're complete strangers to whitewater canoeing, but show me the five mistakes mm-hmm. that we made on this run. And they do this. And I said, you probably don't remember that this is the same run that won the Olympic games. And you just found, you've never seen the sport before. And you just found five mistakes. And the only reason that we're standing here having this conversation today is because we, we corrected those mistakes well. And it's so I think it's not just like we're out on a Sunday paddle correcting mistakes. Well, but I am like living proof that if you are attentive to, to course correction, that it can literally make, the difference between a gold medal and a silver medal or a medal or no medal on the world's biggest stage.